1: And now, a word from our sponsors. Yes, we got sponsors. First up. Foo Wax. The best wax in the game.
0: This stuff is so sticky and grippy, you'll never slip off your stick again. Ever. Ever. So go to your local surf shop. And and make sure they carry it. And if they don't. Demand it. Demand it. You'll be stoked. Try it out. Our next sponsor, Bonsai Bowls.
1: Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. Friends
0: and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast.
1: Today, we are stoked to sit down with the father-son team of Ocean Hut Surf Shop in Lavalette, New Jersey. That's correct. New yeah. Jersey. Uh, Tony G and James. All right. Uh, G stands for... Drew, Dano. Drew Dano, a lot of people but, get that right, so. but we won't Tony call G you that. Tony G is fine. Tony G is fine. With James, with G is fine James
2: G is fine. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Thanks, you guys, for taking the time and on your vacation. Absolutely, Thanks
2: for having <laughs> us. Happy yeah. to be
3: here. Yeah. You,
1: you picked a really good time to uh, to come
4: to Cali and score some epic West swells. Yeah, yeah. I feel very fortunate, very lucky. I yeah. got in here Wednesday afternoon. I've been doing nothing but surfing. It's yeah. probably some Of the better waves I've seen on the south side of Huntington Pier, yeah, you know, because I'm usually in and out of town, I never really linger for that long. But this has been a great warm up, buddy. yeah, I so love it. stoked to be here. It's good, everybody says it's cold, but I'm from New Jersey, yeah. so I'm sweating <laughs> in my 3 2. I wouldn't even consider wearing a pair of boots, yeah, in that kind of temperature. So it's actually happy this, to be here, yeah,
0: this time of year usually it can get you know pretty cool but it's been it's pretty mild it's pretty mild it's yeah. certainly yeah. fine for me i yeah. Mean, yeah. i get to take my conditions. hood off and
4: my five mil off and oh. i oh, feel like you're in trunks yeah. Yeah. conditions yeah. Are,
1: are amazing yeah. i mean it's been glassy all day it's it, yeah. there yeah. was like weird fog that came in yesterday or the day before but yeah. right right but for the most part it's been glassy all freaking day yeah pretty the good the tides kind of worked against us a little bit but i think it's kept it a little bit peakier
4: yeah
2: but,
1: but um, overall pretty good yeah. pretty you can't good complain
0: when it's over overhead. Right. i mean
4: i don't you know yeah, yeah
0: you don't want it closed out but when it's at least overhead it has energy
4: you're like yeah. fired up to get out there yeah, and the james hour. got some good waves today nice. i feel like it's been
3: small for a while so it's nice to have some yeah. energy back in the water yeah, yeah.
4: okay so let's start
1: at the beginning tony tony, right. to tony, where were you born
4: yeah, well it's kind of a i don't want to drag it out too much um basically my surfing started in 1967 and that was due to my father buying a beach house in Lavalette. and you can say that's either the beginning or the end, however you want to look at it. <laughs> you know, uh, I wasn't a great student, so college wasn't really on the on tap wait, for me. We're not going uh,
1: straight to college yet. Yeah. So, well, so wait, wait. Yeah, so how did so, you get into surfing? Uh,
4: the beach house, right? Yeah, we got a beach house. I worked two little jobs. I saved up enough money. I how bought probably, a nine-two uh, GNS Hot Curl. How I was when you 13,
1: 13 years old. 13
4: years old. Yeah. And you you, you went and bought us 9'2... 9'2 g Hot Curl. Okay. It was like the shortest board in the racks because yeah. I was, wow. you know... And it smaller. weighed probably 35 pounds and... Eh, no, it and was just right when they were starting to get glass a little lighter. It had that stringer that split up in the nose and the tail, you know. Okay. And there were some good surfers in Lavalette that I was already looking up to. Yeah. So I was in a hurry to become a good surfer. So... My parents were very liberal, so as soon as they bought that beach house, I was 13 years old, and I got a key. Yeah. So I didn't live there full-time. It was a vacation home, so yeah. when I went to high school, whoever had a car and was place. willing to drive me, I had the place. Yeah. So Where did you live? I lived about 45 minutes away. Okay. Uh, New Jersey's kind of separated by northern New Jersey and southern New Jersey, so... I, I did my high school years in northern New Jersey, and then surfed in southern Jersey. So there was a bit of a like an hour ride yeah. to get to the beach. But since I had that key, yeah. I was able to go whenever I wanted, and yeah. that means an older guy with a car was willing For to sure. take me because you know we would have the house. Yeah. You know? so. so prior to getting on board at thirteen, did you
0: follow like surfing at all? Did you get magazines no, or anything? No, I
5: mean it was the Gidget era. Okay, it's time to commit. The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
4: So surfing was on the Wild World of Sports back then. Um, I really didn't catch my attention. I can tell you what did. Surfer Magazine was in a bus stop uh, five and dime and there was a picture of Jock Sutherland riding pipeline and that was the first server magazine I ever bought. It was like a dollar seventy five and I, wow. I looked through those pages and yeah. I'm like, Holy shit. Yeah. You know, I got my go father there. bought a beach house and, and look at this crap. I think I wanna do this stuff, you know. <laughs> pipeline here, here I, here I come, right? Is it <laughs> crowded? <crazy? laughs> Back then, or was it... Uh... Uh, yeah, well, you know, longboarding was, uh, in the 60s, was like such a big deal. Yeah. I mean, half the boards sold went to people who never even used them. They used yeah. to just ride around on their cars, you know. One kind of the lifestyle. Uh, kind of like yeah, what's yeah. going on now. It uh, is. But now yeah. they're soft tops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say what's going on with soft tops yeah. is definitely what it and was they're like. Pointing you know? the, cat, the fins are yeah. they're sitting the wrong way on the deck. You know. So uh, by the time I got out of uh, high school, which was in 72... The shortboard thing had just started up. Were you a hippie? Do so, you have long hair? Oh, absolutely. I nice. had long hair till uh, way after I had James and yeah. kids and everything. I kept, I hung on to it as long as I could. I, mean, I, loved, <laughs> I have kids, I they ask me, do did did you like, yeah, ever yeah, have hair? Right. <laughs> well, well yeah, certain, you don't certain know. generations yeah. know me back then and other generations know yeah. me the way I look today, you yeah. know, and believe me, God has blessed me all the way through the whole thing. And yeah. so has surfing, you know. Uh, that's for sure did you
1: get into competition at all or yeah
4: um, actually I was probably like a year or two into it maybe 14 maybe 15 they drove me down to Ocean City New Jersey for like an Easter fling and that's when the names were on a chalkboard and there was about 30 guys on the list you know and of course like I told you the older guys brought me down there yeah because I had the key they had the car so I went down with like guys that were like three years older than me driving and I didn't even need to know my ass from my elbow and what I was doing you know so I go into the surf contest and George Gerlach was running it oh wow uh, he became a mentor of mine and
2: uh, I didn't know what I was Dad? doing. I,
4: the best wave I had was right at the buzzer, and I was just ran up to George. I didn't even know him. I said, you're going to count that last wave? You're going to count that last wave? I went across the whole sandbar. And he looked at me and he goes, no, we're not. You, you stood up after the buzzer, and then that was it. <laughs> and my name was at the very bottom of that chalkboard, you know, yeah. and I couldn't take it. I got razzed all the way home, <laughs> right? Because it was an hour ride by all these older guys and then they told everybody and then I had been dead last and I just was so determined to fix that. So the the next year, when we started going, I never took less than a third or a fourth or a second. You're or hungry. I was just like, so... That, that fueled the fire, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I used amazing. to just cry. I used to travel with this guy Jeff Aaronsman and then when him and I used to show up, everybody would be like, Why did you drive here today? Why don't you stay where you live? Mm -hmm. I go, sorry, boys. We'll see you in the finals. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, so that kind of went through my high school years. And then I didn't go to college. Uh, Not that I professed not going to college. But James was definitely going to college, no matter how good he served or whatever. Because that's important at this day and age. But back in in my time, it wasn't like the whole recipe, you know? Yeah. So going to uh, California and Hawaii in 72 and 73, I got to meet everybody that made the surf industry, you know? So yeah. we all met when we were like 19, 20 years old, and that's kind of just catapulted me into things, you So know? That,
1: that was your first surf trips was out to... Yeah,
4: yeah, California. There was a guy named Dennis Doyle who was a great surfer uh, from New Jersey. I used to stay with him and surf New Break with all those guys. Cool. Gephardt, List, Hanley... Uh, I met Bill Castor. Uh, He was an influence in my life. I knew Chris O'Rourke. He was a great surfer out of San Diego. Uh, I was around all these guys. The Bird. You know, we'd all surf New Break, so I got to know them. You know, they knew I was from New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, it really didn't matter that much to them, you know. Maybe to get part. He used to kind of look at me and burn me once in yeah. a while, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then uh, on the North Shore, I got to meet everybody, too, because, uh, you know, I only went with, like, one. Of, I went by myself the very first time. So you have to What year people. was that? Do you remember? That was uh, 73, 74. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to so spend a lot of time on the North Shore. Was that during the time? Uh, the Aussies were yeah, single fins and uh, you know the riding a down the door that came later yeah. okay because I was on the tour with those guys uh, the whole yeah. busting down the tour thing you know the, tell in, us in about Ohio. that so you yeah. got pretty good uh, yeah yeah to, uh, actually Randy Rarick found me and I got invited uh, to the world to the IPS yeah. I started up at uh, international uh, pro surfing yeah and I started up at J Bay I caught the best swell. Wow. I traveled. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, did you get sponsored? And I sponsored myself. Yeah. The store was, the store was open in the meantime. You know, oh, so yeah. like seventy four. I was in Hawaii. I, I, I might as well tell you the rest of the story. My father, I called him up and I said, oh, "I got a job. I was going to work with Brewer Surfboards and Greg Albertini." And they were in Hawaii. Get, in Hawaii. I said, "I don't think I'm going to come home this time, yeah. you know?" And they were like, "Oh, wait a minute, you know. You're you're not even yeah. 20 years old and now you're telling us you're not coming back here." Yeah, that's not. <laughs> you know, cool. they were like, "Oh, wait a minute. So, my father struck a deal with me. He said, "Come home, we'll help you open up a surf shop." Wow. Was so there, sorry to cut you up, but was there yeah. other surf shops in the area at the uh, time? Yeah, um, there was uh, Grogs was in Seaside Park, uh, and Surfers Union was in the other side of Lavalette. And yep. I went to the north part okay, of town. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So there was already a surfing community. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was budding. You know. Jersey's
1: a huge hub of surf. Yeah, the yeah. waves are good there. You know, yeah. the old yeah.
4: phrase from back in the day was, uh, "Yeah, uh, Florida's got the oranges, but Jersey's got the juice." You yeah, know, that, uh, <laughs> for sure. It always was yeah. all the guys in Florida—Crawford and Lair and all those guys—against us. You I know? never it was heard always that Florida. expression, right? a, yeah, I freaking yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to
1: put that on a t-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> right? Actually, it,
4: might have, it might have came from Dickie Meserol, maybe. He might have coined that in the yeah. ESA. florida has got the oranges. But the got, juice. got the juice. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Bro, that should because be. It, it, when it breaks, it's pretty powerful. It breaks a lot like Newport. Yeah. It's, yeah, got, yeah. it's got a nice. It's those like, jetties. All those just, jetties yeah. kind of yeah. help. Yeah. James yeah. up
4: uh, riding all that stuff. Yeah. You know, hard and heavy. You know? yeah, I got a couple of sick barrels out there throughout the years when I was doing the ECSE and
0: cruising
1: the new york style first off when did when did you surf the ips that was Is that in before the surf 70, shop or after no the Red surf garden. shop
4: started in 75 okay right and tell us that, how that happened your that, dad said hey come yeah. home we'll open up a well, shop he'll help me so okay. I, can't, oh, can, I
1: can't can you d- tell us a story though uh your thing. uncle
4: has you, you have six uncles Well, I they were all. My father was the baby. Okay, they were all in business for themselves. So, what businesses do you? They I escaped the car business really because they own car dealerships and they own service stations. My father owned a gas station. Uh, They just were all in it for themselves. You know, everybody did their own thing, their own way. So that wasn't really like a stretch for me. But so your dad was first generation from Italy. uh, My grandfather. (laughs) Your grandfather. My my grandfather. So my father was born here. Okay. And so um, I cashed in my baby bonds because that's what you got when you were a kid back in the, back big, in the day, yeah. in the 50s, right? Uh, my father matched that money. We went to the bank. They matched that money. He co-signed my very first loan. And I opened the ocean Hut. And since I had been to California and Hawaii already, I Good had cash, yeah, yeah I had, Caster and I had Robert August and I had Op and I had Sun Deck and I, uh, you know, I had Rainbow Sandals and I had just what we needed. Yeah. And back then, you know, we How could. How bad that? your your travels already kind of set you up to right. open doors. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was yeah, the summer I was. So
4: why Ocean Hut? How'd you come uh, up with that name? I because I was sitting in Hawaii and there was a place called the Hut. D A H U T. And I figured I'd just change that and make it Ocean Hut. And that was just some night scribbling before I went to sleep, you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah, yeah. It and you're did. like it was 20 lucky. years old, you said? I was this summer. I was 20. And I, my birthday's in August. I turned 21 that August. Wow. Yeah. And, and I caught, I got really lucky. I caught the Dogtown days. Yeah. You know, so I knew Alan Sarlo. I knew uh, the other guy. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. So anyway, we used to manufacture skateboards. We were selling skateboards. We were selling surfboards. We were making plenty of money. And I was young. So... For me, it was so go dad, hard May through September, and then go to Hawaii for the winter. You so know, you would, would you shut down or you just die. Yeah, yeah. Times. We we would we would close up through yeah. that period because it was the seventies, yeah. and uh, it's really hard to go year round. You yeah, know, kind of thing. That happened later because it's got better. Yeah, yeah. Like in a quick cycle. five years, I was twenty-five years old. I was buying the building I'm in today. Yeah. I bought a nice big piece of land when I was young. And I got lucky That's with good. that. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then the roaring 80s came, which were, you know, pr- pretty crazy yeah. time. Yeah. Made a lot of money, spent a lot of money, Yeah. and uh, woke up in a fog, been around the world twice, surfing and doing everything, and had a regroup in 1990. The recession in 1990 was like a pretty much a wake-up call. A wake-up call, yeah. Yeah, that's when my wife came and James came and family yeah. and a uh, whole different outlook, you know? Yeah. The, you know, it was all uh, kind of a blur in the 80s with Gotcha and Michael Thompson yeah. and the whole pro There's thing. some great brands. Yeah, they, know, we had uh, sons. yeah, we yeah, had yeah, Yokoyama on the Yokoyama. Oh, I know. i heard about
1: yeah.
0: that. I can't wait Man, to listen he was, to that. Yeah, he was awesome. Spiritual, spiritual right, that yeah. guy? Very, very Zen, spiritual. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it's all about warm positive. water. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, is that right? That, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You know how like every feeling yeah. of being in warm water, well, that's what his life, life, he wants to be. I always want to be in warm water. Yeah. Right. It resonated. Certain
1: situations like business or whatever, work if it doesn't feel like warm water he doesn't touch it oh yeah. no kidding it's pretty well, crazy yeah, yeah
4: I remember his pirate surf days oh, and, yeah you know McKnight introducing me to him and all that stuff going on so
1: so tell us about your IPS run like what, how did uh, that happen? I
4: finished uh, 52 oh. in the year and uh, I was self-funding myself so I couldn't go to everything you mm-hmm. know uh, I would go away for six weeks and I'd spend all that money in and. And then I'd come home, and I'd make some more money, and then I'd go again, you know. Uh, Randy was very gracious to me, and I got along really well with Simon Anderson and that whole crew, and Sean Thompson became a good friend. He bailed me out of my my hotel bill in Brazil. He came and (laughs) stayed with me. Buzzy Kerbox stayed in Lavalette. He he had a real classic thing to say to me. He goes to Stone, I don't know if I'd ever been a surfer if I lived in this town. Right. We <laughs> were looking at the waves, it was like two foot and crappy and uh, it was cold out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. You're, like, like, that's what I'm I go, you're luckier than I am. Yeah. You, you know, you grew up in, in Hawaii, you know. For so sure. uh, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of bonds forged in that year or two that I was in the, in the pro side of things yeah and then business really escalated I ended up buying that building That's and amazing. I stopped going around the world our business like quadrupled uh, to 4,000 square foot building with a nice parking lot so yeah. uh, I started to be more business minded yeah. all through the 80s not that I didn't surf as much but. I traveled more wasn't in a Jersey and you know kind of like spend it, it. spending it as fast as I could make it because I was single yeah. you know I hadn't met the love of my life yeah. which is the lady I did marry uh, when I was rubbing nickels together you know because yeah. that, that was like the big reality check you know
0: but to go from traveling and that competitive mindset to like working mm-hmm. and then going on a vacation surf trip is a a lot different. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: well, you know, we used to be in Europe in the fall and then yeah. Hawaii, Tahiti, Fiji, you know, yeah. the whole deal, you know. It was I've going never, around like man. I've never
1: globe-trotted the world like late night over here yeah
0: uh,
4: okay and yeah. a lot of places well trust me it's it's hard to put the brakes on it's a very it, hard but you know my accountant yeah. called me up and he said you know that wedding you want to go to in san francisco <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think you should go no you're looking a little broke to me you know <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think you need to like settle
1: <laughs> down a little bit he's starting to uh coach his kid who's how old's jj levin nice and, yeah. and uh the only reason why, though, is so he can become a pro surfer and take Dad on tour. I want to go back on tour. Nice. I figure it's <laughs> nice. the only way. <laughs>
0: it's the dream,
4: right? <laughs> Live vicariously through your kid again, right? Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, that's... No the, pressure, Grom. <laughs> yeah. Jamesy e. Boy was an excellent surfer all the way through. He never wore the jersey. He yeah. was a non-competitive soul, and I always told him he'd make his reputation just by the waves he wrote yeah people will notice you people will talk about you You and that's what's cool about surfing you don't have to you don't have to compete no
0: you could still you know not just be accepted but you could make a living and you could have
4: just as a you know illustrious career, career or yep. you know yep. by so yeah it's cool he was raised that way became an excellent surfer went to college was a good college student yep. and uh, you know in that surf industry just like you guys inspiring Thanks, to hang, hang we're, we're both high school uh, diplomas and that's it yeah <laughs> yeah well we we, we, I, yeah, we went to the, the college my, of uh, Huntington Surf and Sport right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I saved my father a lot of money and plus I had a baby brother who was brilliant uh he ended up being an md phd went to johns hopkins and stuff and i looked at my father i said you know what i'll be fine save your money you're gonna have to put yeah my my kid brother tom through school and through medical school so let's let's be real about it yeah yeah Yeah, let's let let it go you know man it's okay trust me it'll be
0: all
1: right uh, better investment dad (laughs) (laughs) what was your best uh where did you find the best waves on on your travels
2: uh,
4: well, I I always you know Indo is like Disneyland for surfing. Yeah, um, when I was the first I caught, time I went to Indo. Uh, probably, uh, I went with uh, I went with Bob Hurley nice. on a two week boat trip, which nice. was just amazing. these three, those yeah, yeah guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what yeah. year was that? Do you remember? Uh probably about a decade or fifteen years ago, yeah. something like that. We might have been with. So we might have been out there. I I've
0: been out there. Mentality is probably like nine or ten times. Wow, good and, a, and out of those nine or ten times, like I think I saw Bob at least seven of those trips. <laughs> right? No man job. He's like, an over. It. I, I'd be that like, that guy. Made me start thinking about, it. yeah, maybe, you know,
1: I'm in the wrong gig here. We were at uh macaroni's, right? Yeah. yeah what a and wave. Such a good wave. And yeah. I paddled out and I look over and he's like, Lyndon. And I'm like, holy shit, Bob, what right? are you doing? He's like Whatever. Uh, right. What I do a couple yeah. times a year? Yeah. Right. And, I, you know, we're talking. I'm like, yeah, that's my first time. He goes, oh, wow, first time. I go, yeah, how many times have you been here? He goes, oh, maybe like okay. I've been coming here. Like... Yeah. I don't even know. We, <laughs> He's like, for the past 20 something years, three right? or four times a year.
4: Yeah. I, I and I'm just like, you.
1: Bastard. Yeah.
4: Pat O'Connell put his arm around me when the boat moored and docked. And uh, he said, Tony, you're going to feel like K- Kelly Slater riding that wave. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, the best wave out there. Oh my God. Yeah. There's a lot of good waves there out there, though, but. Though ride that thing right to you. the end and kick do a nice speedy kick are you, out. Are and, you goofy? No, I'm regular, regular yeah. foot. And See, golf, I'm, I'm regular man. and I'm like
0: I'll go backside this entire trip right here, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you know, have some of the you know
4: guys on your trip are
0: regular. Right. Oh, I want to go surf a ride or. Uh, have
4: I'm you like, been back since or? No, no, yeah. I uh, I had a few. Uh, I had a great trip to Tahiti. Nice. And then I had a uh, really. Chopu, great... did you surf Chopu? No, no, no. We went to uh, Tiki How. Huh. We were on uh, the Hanama it was a boat okay it was with Titus and McKnight and Strider and we caught an we... amazing swell you know so like when YMA is starting to show yeah Tahiti's gonna light up like a Couple LED light and we just caught it you know this place so got... called Tiki How. yeah the only ones there were us Wow it was a big right hander and a left bowl on the other side of this reef pass where yeah tiger shark shoots. Would be, you know, Rimana was with us. Sick. Be like Tony G, you stay over there, don't go over there. I go, I just saw a fin, man. Are yeah. we cool here? He goes, this is. The, don't go there and don't go there. Go right there, you'll be fine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was the call. There's plenty of fish, fish out there. Fish. They don't <laughs> really yeah. want us. But just don't go yeah, to the, the deep spot. Don't go there. That's right. Yeah. Don't paddle across the channel if no. the left looks too good. You get in the Ooh, boat, we take we, you oh. over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, that was a good one. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Good one. What about J Bay? incredible Jay Bay was you know back uh, single fin days yeah. you know me Bobby Owens uh, Lynn Boyer uh, Simon and the crew yeah uh, for some reason Sean I didn't Thompson know that didn't he go. was from from Florida neither did I yeah I just saw him yeah. we were down at Surf Expo I said what the hell I thought you grew up on Pamelao yeah. Street <laughs> and yeah that's how I know you uh, yeah, they, they guess inducted it's him a, into East Coast yeah. Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, oh okay. no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was hanging good. out Tony G there. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It was a great, great gathering. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And that's what's great
0: about, you know, we talk about the industry and the stuff and the accolades and just re- paying respect to the older, you know, to
4: the community, the, yeah. the
0: family, the, the industry.
4: So, anyway, Jay Bay, the wind, you know, when it blows offshore, it gets bigger so we got there it was like four to five feet we surfed for two days I had driven down with Reno yeah. and Greg Huglin lent us his car because he was going to fly down with all the camera equipment and Dick Hull was there from Australia and the waves got enormous you know wow. like eight ten feet like as big as this last contest yeah. it was like that and windy and uh, Terry Fitzgerald was a standout yeah and because he br- he was the only guy who brought a seven foot surfboard so he rode the morning and then we all rode the afternoon or settled down kind of like what the last contest was yeah. like and it was 6 to 8 feet for the like the entire week we were so there damn. it was like insane and then I'm going surfing with all those guys Hold and, on again yeah. hold on a second I'll take a pause Yeah there was oh. like a star studded cast of surfers that I spent uh, yeah. you know, nine, ten days with caught an amazing swell buzzy Curvebox box was there I traveled with Reno um, all the Aussies were there, and a handful of South Africans. For some reason, they didn't want to come down, and uh, it was just an amazing week, week of riding waves, you know. Uh, I learned so much just being in the water that week and having it as big as it was, riding the boards. And there was another standout I have to bring out. His name was Ricky Rasmussen.
3: Yeah, Yeah. and him and I
4: were the only ones on the tour from the East Coast that year, Yeah, and he was there, and he Mm -hmm. had a seven-foot surfboard on that big day, and he got some photos in Surfer Magazine, and Terry Fitzgerald got some photos in the magazine, and I got a little mention in the article that was on that swell, it was in Surfer Magazine, I think Reno mentioned me in the paragraph, I think Reno had written the article. Nice. And then Michael Thompson didn't come down, and I scolded him for, like, ever for yeah. like taking the trip down. They're like, yeah, I've been to Mount Million Falls yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, So he, he had something else to do, you know, or did, whatever. Did you get some other,
0: like, um, photos in the mags, like, during your career and stuff? Uh,
4: yeah, most of that uh, came from hurricanes in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, like, Local all shop. the big stuff. Yeah. Uh, big Manasquan. big Sweet. casino pier. Uh, I had a double... Sp- page color spread in uh, Hurricane Gloria in Surfer Magazine. Wow. And the phone was off the hook. I mean, the moment that magazine came out, yeah. all these people started calling me. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I hadn't even seen it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and uh, Dane Kuyloha was on the cover. And they had a little circle that said Gloria Dream Hurricane, right? And then when the article showed up, it was a two-page color spread. Wow! And it was like, holy shit! It was like nuts that summer. Just because extra mags for the shot. right? It was like nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my mother had the picture blown up and put it on the wall. Did you get sponsored finally? (laughs) You know, uh, I was involved with all the guys who ran all the companies, yeah, and. I pretty much sponsored myself through life, you know, and I didn't have the heart to ask anybody for anything, you know. (laughs) I I, I felt like I had the most gifted life of anyone, you know. I had a successful surf shop, I knew how to surf well. I was with my peers. Yeah. Everyone looked forward to seeing me. I didn't need a free t-shirt from anybody. Yeah, can you send me
0: that promo I, box? I'm going to put it over on the rack over here. <laughs> yeah.
4: mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't quite like that, no, but just I, I just kind of felt like that I, I would be out of place taking that, yeah. you know? And if they would give me stuff, I would just give it away, yeah. you know? I, I just didn't feel like it was the right thing for me to do. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'd, I'd rather be friends with these guys, have dinner, go on surf trips with them than... Ask him for anything, you know. I I, I love paying my own way. I I didn't pay my own way sometimes, sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. Bob took care of you quite a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's (laughs) he's like my bro. I mean, you know, there was just no exception. We got out of retail too late late, or too early. I know we could have been going
1: on because all all these retailers, bad. Some of you
4: got I know retail royalty, yeah. Yeah, I know. know that. When I went to Cloud Break, I took the helico- helicopter over with uh, Wooly, yeah. you wow. know, and he said, come on, Tony, you're yeah. coming with me. And I was like, well, we take the $100 boat or the yeah. 800 uh, helicopter, i <laughs> will all
2: be on yeah. the boat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got soaked on the yeah, way you, out of there. You got Wooly, yeah, no worries, like, I got a couple extra yeah. seats in here.
4: Yeah, he's like, come on, I'm going to treat you to something nice. That's that took the, the helicopter, comes in over Cloud Break, and yeah. kind of... Swoops in front of Oh, yeah. Maybe do a couple flybys over yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, i about to come. It. Here's a good oh Oh, wait, you can yeah. sit on that side. Let's loop this way. Yeah. So
1: let's talk about the surf shop. um So, Ocean Hut, you're about 20 something years old, right?
4: Yeah, I was very fortunate. I had such a great run up when I was a young man, you know. So, here I start this surf shop in 1975. By 1980, I buy a building yeah that's incredible. pretty big for the size of a surf shop what yeah. they were back then right and uh, a nice big piece of property well let's and talk about. I, I run hard right with all the brands you know the gotchas yeah. and uh op, hand OP, hand OP hand yeah, how was that first year though like oh the first year was like good. ridiculous because i had been in california so much i was you know getting some props i had slept in Jim Jenks's was the founder of OP now his stepson was Kevin Day and I lived in that guy's garage and I whenever the waves were flat I used to go to OP warehouse and load up the truck and then I used to fix things at Hanson's and so when I opened up a surf shop everyone was like okay we're gonna ship Tony he's gonna get the stuff everything's gonna be cool yeah you know so I had the two good board lines I had all the clothes I need and it was the the dog time dog town so yeah. we just like catapulted you know that's crazy we just so you
1: had perfect timing yeah well the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The,
4: the traveling before the surf shop when I was a young man and the people I met just Your set me up thing. nicely yeah. so yeah so this is how I became a Quicksilver account I was traveling with Terry Fitzgerald, right? Mm-hmm. And, he, and we're in Newport, and he goes, we got to talk to a friend of mine. So we're going to go over to this Quicksilver uh, office, office, right? That's Your shop was already open? That's right. Okay. Because I was open in 75, and this was either, I think it was like maybe 77, you know, kind yeah. of. So Terry Fitzgerald and I walk in, and there's Bob McKnight. And uh, he's like, "Holy shit! Who are you traveling with? You know, this is Tony G." And Bob Knight brings out this like denim notebook with like fifteen pages in it, and goes, oh, We don't, we don't even know if we have any. but We might have one account in New Jersey. What can you sell some? Can you sell some of these?" And I'm like, "Sure." Yeah. You know, uh, we hung out for a few hours, and, and uh, that was it. It was a handshake, and I, I became best friends with uh, Bob McKnight That's my entire so life. That's awesome. You know, I was like 21, 20. Yeah. You know, uh, it was because of Cherry. Uh, those guys, I did bail. Those guys were uh, drinking Uzo by like 11.30 in the morning and <laughs> wanted to go up to Rincon and I, I didn't jump in the car there. Yeah. And that's when uh, McKnight's partner was driving the white caddy around Newport with the spoke wheels. I didn't really get that. Uh, I, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, he's from Hawaii. Uh, uh, Hackman. Hackman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hackman. I, yeah. yeah, so I go in with Terry Fitzgerald and, and they introduce me to Hackman and yeah. to Bob McKnight yeah. and we get on to the trunks and okay, Ocean Hut's going to sell Quicksilver and now okay let's start partying yeah I was like oh wait a minute you know, I'm yeah. not doing that shit it isn't even lunchtime yeah. so Terry and and the white Cadillac which I didn't understand because I, I idolized Hackman yeah I was yeah. like holy Christ this yeah. is Jeff Hackman I'm hanging out with yeah. him and now he's going to drive away in a white Caddy it so doesn't party. even make any yeah. sense but yeah. they were all on a different different path they yeah. were on a different program yeah. there. so yeah. I was like alright boys I think I'll hang out with McKnight a little longer yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We got more business to talk. Yeah, we're not ready yeah. for the party. Yeah, yeah. So. They, they've done their good deed for the day. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they got a new account. Yeah, so it was like okay, sign yeah. them up and we're cool. You yeah, know? keep that all back. by eleven thirty. Let's yeah. do this. Keep <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep
0: the party rolling.
2: Right. So amazing. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that went. So out. straight
1: out. off the bat, you you we were pretty lucky. much instant yeah. success. Yeah, we were good. Yeah, and that's who, we were, that who never is happens. Hardly ever happens.
4: Well, retail was it wasn't as grindy yeah yeah. you know and when I look at my son's life it's more complicated yeah you know I say things were kind of simple back then for for sure sure. yeah and we became a hub for the knowledge of the rest of the surfing community and we were well accepted for that you know uh through my travels so uh we got off to a nice start yeah you know so, so who, with, what was the, like, reasoning,
0: like, or who helped you, like, with the building purchase? Was it your dad or brothers or just, like, no. your, your account? Like, no, Jews? it was
4: just the timing.
0: Because that's pretty rare to have somebody, like, buy a building that quick and that young to be like, eh, I don't know, it's kind of a big liability, and yeah. you know, like, it's super smart are, oh, by the way. But well, just, that goes back
4: to, you know, all my, my father and my uncles, they all owned their own shit. So that's yeah. good, so yeah. It, it so it wasn't same. really a leap. Yeah. I'll tell you. You what the leap was i bought that building in 1980 and that was the snl scandal year 880 banks went out in america yeah. and wow. the interest rate was six and a, sixteen and a quarter right and i forced the bank to loan me that money for that building wow <laughs> the other nice thing that happened like that was like the crazy side of yeah. it you know the other thing was with that recession and all those banks, yeah. that building happened to be in foreclosure. Oh, so that was like you got it for the gift. Yeah, you know. So I contact. I never even contacted the owner of that building and all that property. I contacted the bank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I said, you know, I like that spot. Mm. I'm pretty interested, and I've had a five year pretty good run. I I, I want to buy that. Yeah. And they said. You make any offer that's reasonable, and we'll assure you that it will be received. Wow. So, you know. Perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it was more like a timing play than a risky play. Yeah. You know, as much as the uh, mortgage was a crazy amount of interest. Right. You know, in three years, it was already negotiated down to like seven, and then I finished up at four. I mean, I... I paid that building off, uh, you know, it paid, the building paid for some of my mistakes yeah. along the way. Yeah. And then uh, I was spent, like, most of James's life mortgage-free. That's you know, cool. and, That's uh, insane. Home, business, everything, yeah. and you know. I, I, I want to be mortgage-free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it comes in time, uh, but, you know, you, you have to be lucky, too. You yeah. know, yeah. Things have to come in place, and, and I can honestly tell you, I, I tell James all the time, You have to make a living at things you love, right? You have to make uh, a profit in your real estate. It's not rocket science. You have to know when to buy and know when to sell. And you have to make uh, some money, uh, either if you call it a side hustle or not, you have to make some money in the markets, you know? Uh, There's three avenues that uh, if you take some of the risk out of them, uh, you can have a nice life. Yeah. and you have to do all three of them you know the passion is the thing gotta, that yeah. you're going to get up you and do all the time and you have love, to be smart long with your real estate and every once in a while you have to be have, make a smart play in those markets yeah it seems so like a lot of the
0: shops that are still around or still successful have you know made those wise choices and own a lot yeah. of their buildings to stay in that competitive where they don't right. have to you know keep trying to you know, relocate, relocate, you know. Have well, that, yeah, it's hard. And
4: actually, I talked to Paul Norday uh, down in Florida, and we're going to have dinner tomorrow night. Um, he thinks that, in, you know, like in another five years, it'll just be the legacy stores. Yeah. The guys that already own their buildings, paid them off. Yeah. Because the retail landscape is changing it's so true, dramatically right. that... Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. things are good in America, so the landlord doesn't think he needs to lower the rent. But the no. tenants like getting choked, choked. out yeah. of the situation. So yeah. uh, there's probably a breaking point to that. That's probably not too far off. So, yeah. uh, you know, with the way things are changing as they are now, I so think. Uh, you kind of mentioned, you know, side hustles. What did you have some side hustles back well, in Well, uh, I can tell you James went to Chapman University without any debt, and my older son went to Stockton. And as you know, your kids are, are completely different. So uh, Preston went to school at Stockton, which was a state school, an yeah. hour and a half from the house. It was pretty uh, low financially. And then James, who we've been taking to California since he was eight years old, looked at me and said, I don't want to go to college in California. And uh, he got a scholarship to Chapman, which was a great plus for me. Uh, They paid him a fair amount of money to go there. And he had a great, great career. Um, But... uh, I'm losing (laughs) my (laughs) dream. I just lost that thing. Side hustle. We're talking side side hustle. hustle. Okay, so... Bob Hurley would love for me to say this because he was always so proud of me when he used to introduce me to executives and tell people that I still fix 300 to 500 surfboards a year. Wow. And my side hustle was ding repair. Yeah. And I did so much of it for so long. And that's why these kids went to school without any debt because all that money was saved or all that money was put into something that created more money yeah you know and i was never afraid to do it so uh, i i got so good at it that i never trusted anybody else to do it so every time i farmed it out i'd always come back you know like oh my god yeah and then kids the way they are it's not a lot of people who even want to learn how to do that stuff yeah it's a It's a dirty job. Yeah. It's a dirty job. Someone's
0: got to do it. But it's a craft. Like you can't just throw somebody in there. It's, you know, technique. It takes
4: years. Right. So it actually takes technique to do it without making a mess. Whoa. You know, so I used to laminate boards in the morning. Yeah. And then sand at night. That was my routine. And oh, I used to fix, like, you know, 10, so to, 10 to 15 boards a week. I, I know like you had... Whenever going. I was in town, I would be fixing boards yeah. and people would bring their boards by and go, we'll just wait for him whenever he gets home, yeah. you know, because we want him to fix this surfboard, so... You you have your own uh, board label, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a whole other uh, story. I, I've about? been around surfboards my whole life. Yeah. Oh, and I've been, I've been in surfboard factories my whole life, yeah. you know? Uh, I shaped the first 500 creams back in the 70s. Okay. And then... uh, How'd you get into shaping? Just because uh, you're in the shop? It just was something for me to get going. You know, Uh, I was around Castor all the time. And I had met uh, Peter St. Pierre from Moonlight Glassing. And we were friendly because I was uh, fixing things at Hanson's. I was working up at the Bain factory. So I was in factories all the time. So I figured I, I ought to start doing this. So you lived in California for a little bit. Well, I used to come out here and then go to Hawaii and then come back here. Yeah. And write. that very first winter, I was in Encinitas for three months. I was in the U.S. Surfing Championships. And then I spent, uh, you know, three months in garages, sleeping at, on couches and fixing dings at Hanson's, working under Sam Cody up at Main Factory. The first time I surfed lower trestles, Mike Doyle took me. Wow. He was so like... Uh, I don't know. He used to come around my ding stall all the time. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got these boards to fix for Hanson's. He's over like, going he goes, and surfing. Yeah, he's going going surfing. I jump in that VW van he had, and I was like, where are you taking me? He goes, oh, don't you worry. And we got into the lower trestles. There was, like, nobody out. It was, like, four That was five. the first time he surfed it. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. I was, with, I was with Mike Doyle. It was me, yeah. Mike Doyle, and, I don't know, three other people I didn't Always know. Fun. They all knew him. I didn't know any. I just... Jumped yeah. in said, "Get your surfboard, let's let's go." Yeah, and I was like, "Holy He's shit, a, look at this place!" Mike Doyle yeah. is a legend and pioneer. Oh, oh right? I know, I know. It's just crazy because yeah. he was working with Bill Bain on the single, uh, single ski thing, you know, and they were looking at super eights, and I was just around cleaning up and you know, wow. riding my red bike so around cool. town. It was pretty crazy back then. Yeah, but anyway. So then you start shaping. Yes, yeah, I shaped the first 500, and then it was too much work because I was summertime's busy. Yeah. I'd close ocean, Hide at 9 p.m., and then I'd go shape boards till midnight and then drive home and then do it all over again and then everything else in between. And Peter St. Pierre said, you know what? You, you know, you're going to kill yourself. Why don't you let us build the boards? And I was like, holy shit, why not? Yeah. So I met him. He turned me on to this guy, Shrosby, who was a really good longboard shaper there, and he took over the label for me all through the 80s. We used to sell like 150 units a year. They all came out of uh, Moonlight Glassing. Uh, Pierre St. Pierre was the famous artist there, so he did the Brick Wall and the Cream Team and all this shit that came out of it. It was really just a great run. And it ended in the early 90s because Kelly Slater uh, won an event at 18... (laughs) Right, and he drives up to Santa Barbara, he meets Al Merrick, and he becomes a CI guy, right? Yeah. And then we immediately got a CI account like six months later. Yeah, like, and <laughs> then we were like off to the races yeah. with Channel Islands, so the cream thing kind of got forgotten, uh, you know? So we kind of They had a shifted. long run of y- dominance. Yeah, they did, yeah. and they dominated our racks for a long time, yeah. and, and that's kind of i don't know maybe six years ago james i would say the old guys said why don't you bring that cream thing back tony come on we want you to build some surfboards yeah and what i didn't realize was everybody from 12 to 25 never even saw the stuff before yeah and they were like holy shit what's this yeah so it's really it's taken off nicely yeah. yeah there's yeah, a yeah, whole resurgence a really
0: good, on i don't know what the yeah. shapes are like but just alternative shapes and the yeah, well, we,
4: we have 12 models they're made yeah. uh, I love craftsmen in California so they're made of pure glass cool right here and uh, we're on shape 3D and uh, we've been doing it uh, I don't know 5, 6 years again yeah and uh, it's 50% sure. of our sales now wow are the boards we design it's uh, our motto is you dream it up we build it uh cream surfboards american made yeah so we're trying to get uh you know a little bit more of that taiwan out of here no no offense kelly but you know your boards are made at the culver factory yeah and uh you know we we just got to end that this is a you know we got to build it in our own backyard so uh no more surfboard agency no more js's uh, you know, no, I don't want hating. to poo-poo anybody, yeah. but you know, you guys are making this where people get paid three bucks an hour. It's just not happening. Yeah. In not my, by it's surfers. It's not surfers, right. Yeah. It's not happening in my, my in my brain anymore. Yeah. So uh, you know, we're done. Yeah. We're done with that. So we rather it's more work, but it's more rewarding. And I think uh, I would probably finish my career, you know, building a lot of stuff on my own. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it kind of feels like the right thing to do for sure at it the works, right time. Yeah. You know? So. Cool. not that we don't believe uh in some of the people that build boards on the east coast but they're, they're the workforce is not there yeah you know like when you come here there's nothing but grown men in there yeah. doing this stuff that have done it for 20 25 years that's what i like yeah. about california because everybody goes well, why don't you build the boards a little closer to home and i go no i don't want to because i know the way it's done the quality here. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and i want my boards to hang right with every other big brand you know yeah And you you distributed that to other retailers? Uh, No. That's a little too scary. Mm. Um, Did you ever? uh, We we explored the uh, wholesale model. We Mm. took the boards to Surf Expo and... Got a great response, but uh, I would have to self-fund it, and I don't think I would be that comfortable. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't have a credit department. I can't tell who's paying their bills and who's yeah. not. And, you know, you put 10 surfboards in this store and that store, and then, you keep, you know, you crush yeah, this... your fingers. I was like, oh, Tony, think about this. So yeah. Yeah. our next initiative is a direct-to-consumer website that will go right to the consumer, uh, tell the story of the brand, it's a much safer play. Yeah. Uh, we can take baby steps in that process, you know? Yeah. James can build the content for the website here in California yeah. where the boards are made. So we- uh, It's going to be standing alone. It's, uh, the cream web release will be outside of Ocean Hut. <clears throat> so people can look at it not as a shop brand, but a brand that's out in the marketplace. Yeah. And then with the help of James, uh, we should be able to... Flavor it quite nicely between both coasts. Cool. You know? All right. So we'll see what so happens. So that's with James' that. expertise. Is, uh, well, he's got weapons. the clips, and uh, we can make it feel like uh, where the boards are being made. He lives near Pure Glass. He surfs around here. Yep. He has plenty of creams. I would love to get a 12-year-old kid and sponsor him and give him some surfboards and, and You get saw a ton started. of them side uh, I know. The outside. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, you know, Fake Lake took a picture of me the other day Sick. surfing uh, that he, he uh, sent me or posted or something. And uh, he's the guy I'm going to talk to, you yeah. know, on who is that neglected 12-year-old who might need, you know, a few yeah. free surfboards a year, you know, and then James could manage that for yeah. me and build yeah. the content, which makes it have a little bit more of a full feel. Would what you, what we're would have you, would rather than all the content coming from me? I would challenge for sure. your business. Yeah. Business? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Did it in four years or?
3: Yeah, four years, um, business entrepreneurship, so I definitely eventually want to. Be an entrepreneur and own my own business like my dad and his dad but yeah. I kind of just got thrown out here and then when I graduated I kind of needed to start making money so I was like hey <laughs> I'll think of a good idea yeah. and make some money on the side and yeah. eventually yeah. maybe jump into a venture but I've just been hanging out out here since yeah great Lo- four years Loading. at Chapman yeah yeah
1: and have you lived, where did you live or where, where do you live now? Um,
3: so Chapman was in Orange, so I lived around there for all four years. Okay. And now I live off 15th in Costa Mesa. Sick. So right in the hub, right by Pure Glass, pretty close to work, right there in Newport. Yep. So And right fun. now you, you work at Hurley. Yeah, right. work at Hurley currently. Nice, nice. Cool, it's been a fun gig. Yeah. Um, it was always my dream to come out here as I was growing up. And my first tri- serve trip was out to California with my dad. And... Um, I loved it out here and i not a toot my own horn, but I was pretty good at school. So in high school and he said, if you get a scholarship, you can go to school in California. I kind of put my head down and That's I definitely awesome. had some fun with my friends, but a lot of them were more into having fun than like doing schoolwork and yeah. kind of studying. But I always knew it was going to pay off. And then I got accepted into Chapman on a scholarship, and Good job, off to <laughs> California I was. Yeah. I'm right. fortunate yeah. that he paid for it for me, and I don't have any debt because that's a scary thing that a lot oh of kids have nowadays. Very, so, yeah. I'm well, very fortunate. Is it like 30,
4: 40 grand a year? It's more than that. It but, is? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, oh. we. Forget the numbers. You yeah. know, I just thought that if it was going to be possible, it, yeah. and when your kids work hard, that uh, it, who, who wants to start behind the eight ball? Yeah. So my kids were entitled to an education and yeah. a car. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because be, you yeah. can have an education, but if you don't have a means to get anywhere, you're not going to be able to yeah. do much. So, we could be folding shirts at the shop, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Fixing things. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. The car is important. You know, whenever parents ask me, you know, I'm sending my kid here, I'm sending my I said, you really need to buy them a car. Because to do the right thing, they have to have their own independence and they have to be able to. Learn to be responsible. Right. And that means going somewhere and being able to leave when it's time to leave. Yeah. So uh, the car was important because everyone looked at me. You're sending your kid to California? Yeah. And I said, yeah, and I'm buying them a car too. Because he's got to be able to be independent. He's got to make good decisions. He's got to be able to surf all the time he's got to be able to leave when he's supposed to leave and be at the right place at the right time and he can't do that if he's bumming rides oh. or driving a car that's going to break down tomorrow yeah. so and that's yeah. in the whole plan too that's in yeah. my brain yeah. you know? your older son Preston Preston yeah, yeah yeah what what uh what is he does he surf too or uh he surfed uh till he was about 15 and and because my father never put his thumb on me because I wouldn't even be here at your dinner table with, with, with without that, you know? Yep. Uh, I never put my thumb on him or James. So yep. he surfed for a while. He skateboarded a bunch. And then he was off and running. He was a creative kid. He was like the lead in the play, English major, writer kind of guy so uh, we left him out of the whole thing because it wasn't his gig yeah Yeah. so he never worked a day in the store it wasn't for him he wasn't like uh, retail savvy he was like a creative guy yeah Yeah. so you gotta let them yeah carve their own back right so he was a dean's list student all through uh, college and he's been off and running ever since you know he's married we have a grandkid He, he was in st louis for four or five years now he's right outside of philly and uh, we're always happy to see him whenever he comes around yeah you know? so That's there's, there's good
0: schools, schools. schools on the east Coast but you know California obviously has good schools California dreaming but, but like what what was it like that drawed your like you know your to California California down, yeah surf being like in the, the surf community because a lot of brands are local or yeah I, or, that was always in the uh, back yeah.
3: both those were always in the back of my head but we grew up, or I grew up, and my dad lives now currently in a super just seasonal small town, Yeah. Valette, and I went to school in Point Pleasant, which was 20 minutes up the road, same deal. In the summer, it's cranking, the most fun ever, like yeah. warm water, tons of people around, but then in the winter, it gets really cold, the waves get better, but you just see the same people over and over again. Yeah. and I went, my, like, elementary school was kindergarten to eighth grade, 150 kids, so you're stuck with all those people, and then my (laughs) high school was super small, Small too, so I think just by senior year, I was so just over being in what some people would call the bubble, like, there's plenty of people that just never leave, and it's an awesome place to live, so I don't blame them, but I just knew it wasn't for me, and then, so when I knew I was going to go to college, which was very early on, I started kind of seeing, okay, what's, like, a school that... It's kind of warm, there's waves. Yeah. and it has a good business program, so I knew I wanted to do that. Yeah. So we looked at Flagler one year. we went to Surf yeah. Expo and early on I really liked that school. It was awesome, you know, cool campus, waves right there, warm weather. Um, and I was like, oh, Flagler's pretty sweet, but I looked at Flagler before we looked at any schools in California. And then when I got out here, I visited Point Loma, Chapman, and USD. And all of those kind of blew Flagler away, and then on, on top of that, you're <laughs> and your surfing, dad's like, "Yes." <laughs> on top of that, you're surfing a lot better waves, so I kind of knew in the back of my head, like, "Oh, if I go to Chapman, I'm surfing Newport and Trestles. If I go to USD or Point Loma, I'm surfing Blacks and Sunset Cliffs." Like, yeah. and it's a little bit warmer, and kind of just all the businesses are out here as far as surf industry. So I knew yeah. if I want to do an internship or if I were to live out there after school, it's all gonna be in the backyard. So I kind of ruled Flagler out pretty early, yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, and actually we got, a, easy
4: to we got say. a heads up on Chapman. I didn't know about the school, but Paul Norday's daughter, Frances, yeah. was in school at Chapman, huh, and yeah. he had recommended that we look at it when we came out. It's in Fullerton, right? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, Old it's, Town yeah. Orange, yeah. so right up to 55, about yeah.
3: 10 exits. Yeah. I I looked
4: at that campus as it was just far enough away from the beach to get your homework done, but close enough to never miss any waves. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I I rode James in the first year. I said, look, you have to go surfing all the time, right? I said, if I hear that you're not surfing and you know I'll know because I know so many people, right? You could come home and go... The school your brother went to and saved me a whole lot of money. So I want to hear you're doing your schoolwork and I want to hear you're going surfing. It's the family business and that's what I want for my money. So no (laughs) getting all sidetracked on all this stuff that could happen, might happen. No girlfriends, more surf, Surf, get your homework done. Right. (laughs) That's the way it went. And actually, he did an amazing job. He used to be the first guy in the parking lot in the dark, get three hours of waves, get back to school, do all the work you know finished with a 3.5 finished in four years but the surfing was part of it you know because that's what I was uh, that's what I wanted to pay for too. Yeah, you know, I wanted to keep him with the blinders on. Yeah, know. you know, because there's a lot of distractions in Southern California. Absolutely. and you can make a left turn pretty quick. Yeah, and I was fearful of that, so I was like, yeah. "Look, you know, they're all surfing in and Burnett and around nah. like five six or five eight and they have yeah, oh, know, a lot of. There's I, was, a lot of <laughs> I was raised that you know if you were true to surfing, everything was going to work out. Yeah, so yeah. you know, and if you didn't feel it's all that great, it's always better to go surfing. Yeah, it's therapeutic. Than the on, on the couch too. and watch more CNN is like get off the couch go surfing for an hour and a half you'll feel much better yeah, with whatever yeah. might be bothering you yeah. so I wanted him to feel the same way you feel pressure at school go surfing yeah. or go for a run if you feel in this or you're feeling that or you need to get away from everybody because yeah. they're bugging you go surfing yeah. Yeah. don't take anybody with you one time go by yourself meet yeah. somebody new yeah. that kind of thing yeah. that was always yeah. my philosophy it's such, it's
1: such easy but great advice right yeah. Cause like, we're all surfers, yeah, and we're all pretty happy, yeah, because of surfing. Yeah. You know, like for that sure. outlet. You know, it keeps you grounded. It, it keeps, keeps you, you focused. It keeps you. Uh, it, it does everything yeah.
4: that athletics do for all kinds of people. Yeah. You know, but we the surfing part's important for for your brain. So, Ocean Hut's been around for. 45 years. Yeah, we're having our anniversary, which will not be easy for me because everyone's going to look me in the eye and go, huh? How? How long you had this place? How old were you when you started it? It's going to be kind of tough for me. Did that kid ask you how
3: old you were in the lineup today on the longboard? Uh, I thought I heard him say how old are you, nah,
4: you I don't, uh, No, I don't know. I kind of ignore those he questions. He doesn't answer but, the question. Yeah. Also, uh, he's never seen you know,
3: the two-digit number. I, I
1: love the fact... I've learned to avoid those questions soon. Yeah,
4: I love the fact that I've been around for this long um but I really like my age under the wraps, yeah. you know? So I like to keep all the kids guessing. Yeah. You know, so... Because you're still ripping. Well, on you're our, still out on doing a, it. On our 40th anniversary, I was tired by Labor Day <laughs> because so many had people had asked me how old I was and this and that, and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for this anniversary to be over. So I'm kind of prepping myself for the 45 <laughs> one, you know? Yeah. Because they're going to look at me and they're going, huh, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. You like, start this when you're five? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So. It's all good though. I, I feel blessed. Yeah, yeah I surfing. still I still ride yes. a five ten. My step up is you know, like six one, six two, six three. Yeah, uh, you know I, I feel lucky. Found I feel really surfing the founding youth man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's you know it's so, I mean it's an
0: incredible workout, but it's not a workout. You know, yeah. you're having fun and you're just surfing and you know it's it's kind
4: of crazy. Yeah, it's good. It's good in that way. You know. It's, um How many employees do you have? Uh, we run a seasonal business that's open year-round, so we'll have 10 college kids in the summertime and then two in the wintertime. Yeah. You know, my wife is a, is a part of it, you know. Uh, I have a pretty deep, it, right? deep resume. Mary bad. Um, bad. I've been through four recessions, and then we had the Sandy disaster, which was Man. pretty crazy, yeah. uh, you know, that kind of rocked us, and uh, basically... I don't really want to go into that, but it's a whole other story. But coming out of that disaster, you know, we had spent a lot of money uh, to repair our building and spent a lot of money to repair our home. And the neighborhood was a mess. And I was like, you know, honey, you know, instead of me hiring all these people, maybe you should come to work. Uh, we keep the payroll down. Yeah. You know, so I kind of sucked her in. She was never really one to work at the store until after that storm. Yeah, so yeah. for the most part, she would visit the storm, the store, maybe come for an hour or two if I had wanted to surf a certain tide or something, whatever. Yeah. But she wasn't really a part of the thing. So after the storm, I kind of sucked her in. So I would have to give her credit of being like a large part of it now. That's cool. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which is nice. And it, it helps that all the kids are out of the house. Yeah. And James is out here, so she's more uh, How many kids do you guys have? Oh, uh, two, two boys. Raised two boys. nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's cool. But you know, 45 years of employing at least you know, 10, 10 people during the high times of the season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, that's that's what we like to point out on our show when we interview shops is like,
4: you know, 45 years you know family business hats off yeah. to that oh, yeah that's yeah. incredible well, privately owned yeah I, you know, I actually admit that, that Ocean Hut is mom and pop these days yeah. it's hard for me to get that out of my mouth yeah that is the truth. It is, it's, you know. It's and, insane, and though. We stand there proudly, And and blessed. You know, the, we yeah. think we're very fortunate. We, lo- we the, love, we love that about that our, our stores, just our shops, your, your family,
0: but then all the other families that have, you know, reap the same benefit. Like mm-hmm. how many
1: thousands of kids or hundreds of kids have worked for Ocean Hut. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: It's right? crazy. Yeah, People come in with kids, like kids that worked at Ocean Hut. And yeah, the kids who
4: hung around Ocean Hut or yeah. part of it for a certain part of their life. Yeah. I mean, I had a, a buddy of mine who was a famous attorney. He he grew up. He went to Villanova. He worked at Ocean Hut every summer and now he's like in his 40s. His kids are growing up and yeah. he showed up in a suit and a tie, bow tie, you know, he's a famous uh Defense attorney, and before he left, I had him in shorts, sandals, (laughs) t shirt, and a new hat. I said, Look, you're gonna hang out with me today? We gotta change this, right? Get back in the room (laughs) pick some clothes out, you know. So, yeah, there is that kind of connection with a whole lot of people, yeah. You know, and actually, thinking about retail in the state it's in today, we feel very lucky because we serve as a community. Uh, we do 75% of our income in 15 weeks. And if I was in any other place in America, I'd probably be retired. Yeah. you know, I wouldn't be looking at 45 years in retail as yeah. the way I do because of my location. My town yeah. has done a tremendous job coming back from the storm. Our beach area, the 12-mile stretch that we're on, it looks amazing. The guys have done a great job. All the mayors and everybody have done a great job bringing that place back. Yeah. So it's it's pretty exciting, actually. Yeah, that we can do the business that we're doing. Yeah, seventy-five percent of your business is done in fifteen weeks. weeks. Yeah, it's a giant pyramid. Yeah, and it's happening. It's Memorial Day. It's Fourth of July. July's yeah. the biggest month. August, Labor Day. It's all big business. Yeah. It's the high season. Yeah,
1: And you yeah. shut down from when to
4: when? Well, now that I'm older and my kids are all out of the house, uh, we closed for three weeks. It's like, a for me, it's maybe a hard pill to swallow, but yeah. I need to do it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Uh, because we're so involved in the store. And... Um, yeah, you I feel like to, I, I could retire at any time, but I choose not to. Yeah. So I, do, I still need to take some time off, and I, yeah. and I'm, and I need, need to spend some more time with my wife because now I spend time with her in a workplace, which I never did before. So I need to like, okay, yeah. let's lock the door, honey. We're going to California. Surf, we'll hang out surf, with James. Yeah. Uh, we'll spend a week in Newport, two weeks up in Santa Barbara. Then yeah. we'll go home. We'll work a little bit We'll more hit Fashion and, Island know. for you. Yeah, and yeah, you know, Come yeah on. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> You know, so uh, I try to keep that balance, and, yeah. and we, we, you know, we we have a space there where a guy my age can actually lock the door and not really fret too much about it. He yeah, no, not much guilt there. you yeah. know. About well, forty-five it, so. years, I think he kind of earned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I don't take it now, life life is short. I mean right? look at Kobe Bryant today. Oh know, my uh, gosh. That's so a sad. crazy thing. We uh, circumstance it together, but Kobe Bryant yeah. You know, I mean so sad, right? but you know, every day you gotta wake up and go, Okay man, let's let's uh do it to the fullest, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's always always been my motto. So, yeah, we're here, making my wife happy, hanging out with my son, cool. surfing as much as I can, you know. I try yeah. and pace myself, you know. If I'm going to go surfing for 3 weeks, I can't just come out and surf 6 yeah. hours. Every day, I for tell the that first guy, five I'm days, go on a then, trip. then I'll just <laughs> fall apart for the next for the real meat of the trip. Well,
2: so, no six-hour sessions the first day, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be ruined. Right, right. so it's yeah. like uh, three hours too one, often. Mm-hmm. The way I
4: look at it, it's three hours one day, two hours the next day, three hours the next day, two hours the yeah. next day. Yeah, get and, your and body to adjust. Slowly yeah. work into it. You know, That's plus cool. uh, at my age, you get yeah. a little tired. Yeah, you know. Uh, which brings on the supplement thing, you know? Yeah. So, like, but that's whatever. cool.
0: I mean, that's yeah. why you got in this business. And that, you know, that's... If, oh, yeah. if we today. had a choice,
4: we'd surf all day,
0: every day. But, you know, yeah. you got work, kids, life. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> you try to balance, like, okay, work enough, go surf. Work enough, yeah, go on a trip. Work yeah. enough. It's just like,
4: it's a juggling act. I told James, I was, I was stoked to be out there today yeah. with the kids. I said, look at these groms. I was so around, good. like, these four little kids. I actually gave... Gave them one or two waves. I just couldn't couldn't go. They got their yeah. heads down. They're paddling with those off. little arms. I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting in the way of this, this yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking off on this wave. Yeah. I can't do it.
1: Take the back seat. The watch their
4: stove, or oh, right. kick out. Yeah. Yeah. Have
1: you guys started your own uh, board riders club yet? In New Jersey? Yeah. No. So you know that there's uh, Heritage and various and... There's a I noticed that South, South Jersey, Jersey, board riders clubs. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when I you get, get home, hat- you gotta you gotta
4: reach look out into to it. them
1: and link up and.
0: For, right. Yeah,
4: yeah I, my hat's off to the Heritage Group. They've done a great job in the last decade. Yeah. They've really done a nice job with their business. Yeah. And Brian, Farias, his family's of, uh, I'm fans of them. Yeah. Now. I know their mom and dad pretty well. Yeah. I just called Brian. Uh, to talk to them uh, while I was here, you know, nice. we're in touch with each other all the yeah. time. Yeah, I dig those guys.
1: Yeah, they're good people. I, I I I go out to Jersey quite a bit for the Action mm-hmm. Expo, right, right um, trade show, and um, get to hang out with those guys all the time. You, you too,
0: you yeah, know. Yeah, so, it's yeah.
4: wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to stay in
0: contact with, you know. Peers in the industry and people that are in the shops and you can bounce, I'm sure, you know, having your Rolodex. Yeah, we have our just, opinions of what's going on yeah, and what's and, up and you know and what just, it means to each one
4: of us, you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean,
0: having that relationship and, and you know, somebody you could call and, you know, pick their brain about, you know, a brand or the business or the yeah. environment or the future or right, what do you got. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. you need that. You yeah, know. I always All used these. to do
4: that with George Gerlach. He, he passed away, but he was like... Uh, I've known him since that very first surf contest. So wait,
1: is George Gerlach Brad's dad? No, no, no. He was the guy
4: who owned surfers' uh, supplies in Ocean City. Uh, He was like a mentor to me. So I would always go down there and spend an hour with him whenever I could just to keep up with him yeah. he was another ding guy too he, he's actually <laughs> oh you ding guys stay together huh <laughs> yeah, well he you know he always fixed everybody's surfboards you know and I was like okay this is how you do it and he goes, yeah Tony, Tony this is how you do it you know yeah. so that was my side hustle for a long time and I can honestly tell you that uh, I, I do a lot less of it now yeah uh, just because I did so much of it And uh, since, you know, I I don't really need that extra money, I kind of feel like my Milwaukee polisher kind of sits in the back and I'll pull it out every (laughs) once in a while for whoever comes in, not for just anybody. Yeah. You know, it's got to be somebody that has some real meaning to me. Yeah. And then I'll say, yeah, otherwise I'm sending them down the road and going politely like i I really not doing. I'm kind of to. I got to
0: keep the side hustle in full swing. I got to. Yeah. 16, 11, four-year-old yes, and, you and do. four-year-old, and four-year-old. I got a long time. I got a long way
2: before <laughs> freedom. Hustle, right? I got, I got a yeah. I'm juggling over here, <laughs> right?
4: Yeah, hustle. Well, it's not a bad way to go through life. No, you know? it's it keeps amazing. it exciting, and it, and it goes nice and fast. The decades fly by, and you know, that's the hardest yeah. thing. You know, I mean, people look at me, and I, and I go. I don't know where the time went yeah it sucks I, I do not know where the time went I you know you're talking about my anniversary yeah. and you're buying that sweatshirt that says ocean hut has been here for 45 years I don't know where it went yeah I look <laughs> at myself in the mirror I go what the hell I, well, well what do you mean where you yeah. go so crazy it, it's fast you've looked the same ever since I've met you well you know I used to have hair like you but people do say that and and uh, I'm a clean liver. Yeah. you know i mean i believe in a good night's sleep i i believe holy in, crap that's in, your dad in yeah. only the right food <laughs> yeah. uh i believe in exercise awesome. i believe yeah. in rest you'd have to send so, me that photo
1: <laughs> I,
3: I had hair like that too yeah uh, like two and summers ago maybe i was in and uh, and there's a photo of his first sale with the customer and so many times they would ask like is that you and it's like <laughs> you yeah it's this super old register like in black and white and i'm like no, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. And they look That's at his classic. head and they're like, you sure? But
4: that was at uh, the Crystal Pier in San Diego. Nice. After I was in the U.S. Uh, surfing championships in Malibu, uh, body glove put me in that ad. Sick. And I was in the back of Surfer Magazine That's standing awesome. there I with that wetsuit on with that See,
1: ad. you were sponsored.
3: No, not really. I
1: just, <laughs> I just did the ad. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's
3: amazing. That first customer still comes in too. No way. Every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah he was a, he's a chiropractor. Wow. And he looks exactly like uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. No way. So people oh, yeah. ask if it's so him and Bob like, Dylan. Tony you used to hang out with Bob Dylan back in the day, and I'm like, Nah, I can't tell you that I did. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's Don DeFabio. He's a chiropractor, <laughs> but he looked just like Bob Dylan from from his profile. Yeah. People ask me that all the time. So, have you
1: have you been to any wave pools yet?
4: It was on my list. Uh, When Kelly's opened up, um, I was supposed to go right off the bat. And I was going to go with uh, a guy from Santa Barbara who handles a lot of Kelly's stuff. And his father passed away, and then I didn't get to go. And uh, James has more experience at the wave pools. I have so far. I don't think I'd spend the money for Kelly's. Uh, We tried to go to the event last year, but... I talked to the guys at the WSL. Nobody could get us a hotel room in the casino, and I wasn't staying two hours away. Yeah, so we ended up going. James was at Waco for three days with the Hurley guys with XMP. Yeah, that was super and, fun. And Yaden, and uh, we built him a five-seven chop tail cream in epoxy. And uh, he that's wrote it really did. well. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Something that's yeah. like
0: fits in the curve and just quick and light and poppy. Yeah,
4: I'm not too, I'm not completely sold on it. I don't, I don't know where we're headed with that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard one bad thing about Waco ever. Yeah. And I hear about the enormity of Kelly's thing. Um, but I don't know if yeah. that's really the future. It seems like it's, hey, when, it's when kind you, of. When we start carrying out our known Tony, I'll invite you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, it, it's it's hard yeah. to put into words. Uh, you know, a... I had four friends go. They spent forty eight thousand dollars. I, I don't think I would do that. It's crazy, you know? dude. Uh, yeah. I, I don't I've, know. I've surfed it four times, and one of the yeah. times
1: I paid, and there was like twenty eight of us. Yeah. though. So right. the price was still high, but right, right. not as bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I only got four waves yeah. when I paid. Yeah. So that's that's like, that's, and that's I fell on two.
0: <laughs> that's why I'm going to Costa Rica with my son yeah. on a week trip, yeah. and I'm going to catch, hopefully, many,
4: many yeah. uh, dozens of waves. Yeah. But I know it's experience- I like to catch day. four waves in the first 20 minutes cuz I like to get a little rhythm going. <laughs> See, you're, you were a competitive surfer. Four yeah. waves in 20 minutes. So. I like to get the ball rolling, you know? <laughs> it was top top six back then, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's like oh yeah. But yeah,
4: I'm not I'm not too sure what that's I think it's all about. Cool. I think it's
0: a good part of the, the industry and, you know, I think it's, it has its place, but I don't think I it's mean, ever going to take away from like
1: You like, you true. must trip sometimes when you sit back and you go, "Fuck, man." You know, 30 years ago, we were riding longboards. Well, right, yeah, single we rode, fins. And yeah, then we rode and single fins for a then long you've time. You've seen every pretty much innovation. Oh yeah. Throughout
4: the surfing yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. wetsuits. Wetsuits yeah. probably technology has played good, such a uh, role in it. It's pretty and awesome. they like
3: five mils are comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Right. like it's, crazy. it's pretty insane. And
1: and yeah. the wave pool thing is just. I mean, that's got to yeah. be mind-blowing. It right? does blow my mind. It blows my mind because... Yeah. Well, what about the guys that are doing at Jaws a couple days ago?
0: Oh, my God. That was oh, yeah. psycho. Like, are you kidding me? Like right. Not even oh, just yeah. committing to the barrel, but like putting themselves in... It's not just making the waves. It's trying to rip the wave now. Like, they're... Yeah. You know yeah. they're,
1: they're... Where dudes are, like, doing airdrops on purpose. Yeah.
3: Kyle, Lenny's a freak. He's and then, like, 30, Billy yeah. tube yeah. Was, yeah, I was... I don't know how you, you hold know, on. I, I surfed
4: a lot of Sunset to a certain size... And Bradshaw used to always want to bring me out to Waimea, yeah. and I kind of resisted it. And uh, I was like, a, you know, well-educated, careful Hawaiian surfer. You yeah. know, I knew yeah. when the radio report was a certain thing that I was probably gonna just either yeah. pass that day or you know follow yeah. up after yeah. the swell peaked or whatever. You know, uh, limitations were important in Hawaii. You know, For I've, I've sure. been there some winters where yeah. somebody would drown once a week. So. We yeah, definitely know it. And then when the tow thing came along, they were all calling me up. And they were like, come on, you got to come do this, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> My knee I hurts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, you know, My elbow. John Thompson took me on the back of his jet ski. Yeah. And we went over um, and surfed this wave. And I didn't even know what the hell I was doing behind a jet ski. I was like, I don't know. even know if this is for me. When and do I let go? Yeah. Been, you know I've been such a surfer for so long, and I'm like, now I'm hanging onto a rope. He's whipping me around. The surf's about ten feet, and I don't even have my eyes open. And then I'm strapped in, and I don't even know where I'm going. And I gotta let go, and then I gotta look up. So <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Too complicated. <laughs> We're having about just. Kind oh my of god! <laughs> we did the whole afternoon, right? Yeah and i couldn't even sit on the toilet the next day oh my, my legs gosh. were like so toast oh. it was like insane i was like we had i was like you know what Straight I got out my in. two yeah. decades in out here i think i'm going to let you guys do it yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? we uh we interviewed strider the other day oh nice yeah and he was telling us uh, the first times he did toe-ins at chopu oh boy oh. and they had shitty jet skis back then like yeah. not very good right yeah. and you know the early stages of of uh tow-ins, they had rope that was like rope <laughs> and a water bottle like as they as they handled it they didn't freaking like funny they didn't go that? to like the the
0: wakeboarding or you know boat right. store because they're in tahiti they're like yeah. oh well we'll just yeah. throw some this, something to, this yeah. works yeah yeah got yeah, a hole real. in the back <gasps> of that no no bottle. no life vass back there you know
4: like this is yeah, yeah. no thanks Strider, I got a great Strider story. He used to always come to Ocean Hut. So I don't know. He was in Reunion Island, and he had to leave. And Kelly Slater, where are you going? He goes, well, it's Tony G's 30th anniversary. I I have to go. How rad. And he would come. And the one time, James was involved. Strider took James into the big bus back when all the brands had, Quicksilver had the big bus, and Mo Daddy drove it. And he sat him down with all the team and everything. He said, "Okay, James, you want to be one of us, or you want to be like your dad? You want to run a surf shop, or you want to be a pro surfer?" He, took, <laughs> he was like eight or nine years old. That's said, come so, with I mean, me. He brought him into the. It was so, so funny. It's pretty cool how rad it used to be.
3: Like when I was growing up, how much like the pros would visit the shop, and like there was just so much more of that going on. Yeah. Whether it was like. Machado or the year like Danny Fuller came and uh yeah. I rode like a wave oh, yeah. tandem with Rostovich like it was just so cool back then and yeah. like Reeve I really McIntosh got to be a part came of like, right like, after a cool the storm
4: oh, hung yeah. out with us all day vacuumed the floor yeah, I mean we, you know stuff we've, like we've, that you we've, know, we've, it's priceless yeah we we bring that up
0: about you know the importance of supporting the core and that means you know local movie showings and now social media you know things have changed yeah the, you yeah. know the dynamic of business and marketing and stuff but yeah getting on a tour bus and doing that east coast tour
2: people or the
4: still West coast love to and, rub shoulders with the guys that they you know, know to meet and greet the guy with.
0: that's in the magazine or on the clip and you know have those you know kind of and one-off actually conversations. that
4: reef macintosh one sticks in my mind because the surf was really good that day and he and i woke them all up i said come come here as early as you can get up just get a cup of coffee and get over here and uh, Reef looks at me and goes, uh, what do you want us to do today, Tony? I said, well, the first thing I want you Surf. to do is go surfing with me. Yeah. So everyone went up the street. We had a great session. It was unbelievable. That was the trip. Uh, it was
3: with Chase. With Chase. Chase Wilson up Chase over Wilson. Newport, the bird guy. Yeah. yeah. He swell came and extended. So good. He, he extended all his home. ticket. Yeah, oh, wow. he rode yeah, for he quick at the time. Yeah, he stayed
2: surfed like three more the days. The guy that started Berg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know he, he
4: was on the trip mm-hmm. as a grom. So cool. and Reef was like, "What do you want us to do?" I said, "Well, we're going surfing for two hours here. Yeah. My wife's got it." all the employees are in place and then we're going to have some lunch and then we're going to look at the surf again. It was like unbelievable yeah. stretch, yeah. right? And all those guys and then they had a blowout like yeah. a day later and then this blonde haired kid goes if you guys don't mind I'll, I'll stay at your house if, and ride this swell out. Who said sure? So cool. <laughs> and James were down the seaside kind of, at that, night that, and riding the bikes around town. That's what like, life's about. Shit. It should be like yeah.
0: What are you gonna yeah. do? I don't know. Let me check the forecast. Let me see what the surf's doing. I uh, will yeah. work, work my schedule around that. We yeah. we, we that's, ended that's up incredible. having a great
4: day. I said, Reef, just wander around the store and talk to people. That's all. We're not gonna do any formal sit down thing yeah. and corral a bunch of people in a surf. He seems space. like a really cool, genuine dude. He Sick. was he yeah. he loved it. We had the best day. It was just ridiculous. And that cool. stays so, sticks out in my mind. <clears throat> so going back to like you
1: know, your longevity in the industry. And you've seen so many crazy ups and downs, yeah. recessions, yeah. and Sandy, and, you know, you, you've been resilient and you've made it through, right? Luckily. Like, w- you've kind of given a lot of cool insight and advice. Like, what's the, what are some of the things that you would, you
4: know? Well, basically, what, what for me, um, in that <clears throat> 1990 recession, I was rubbing nickels, and that's when I met my wife, you know? And that's when I decided that a different tact would be important, right? So we got on that saving kick and doing things wiser. Um, I'm known for the numbers. I computerized in 1990, which was really important, just to see how I was making money and where it was going. That was a big step in 1990. We ran... Uh, 486 DOS computers (laughs) that were 2,000 bucks and controlled that store from top to bottom. And that was like a big play there. Uh. And then by the time that run-up was so great and we had kept every dollar we made because we were so efficient after being not efficient, right? So we became super efficient at everything we did and then we watched every purchase order, every dollar and gauged the return on it, right? Right. So, we run 130 businesses inside Ocean Hut. So, every category has to be profitable. It gets looked at, scrutinized. You know, whether it's a woven shirt, a knit shirt, a walk short, a trunk, a hat, it all gets down to. How many you should buy, how many you're capable of selling, yeah. and how much profit you're and you have. You do everything, to right? You do all the buying. Yeah, I'm big on the numbers. Yeah. You know, we have people help us with pick and see what they like and everything, but all the numbers have to go through me. There was a certain amount of discipline that I installed in the whole process that made us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So taking it from 1991, 1992, rubbing nickels, uh, riding a bicycle to work for like six months. Uh, before I bought like a $2,000 car. I was just so intent on saving saving, saving that. Ah. I uh, We didn't afford any luxuries for a while. And then making sure there was enough money for all the kids for school, put that all away, yeah. paid off all the mortgages. And we were so prepared for the crash in 08. Uh, people were, were like, prepared. I was so in tune with the economy and the finances. I was yeah. calling that like, almost a year earlier wow. and and everyone was looking at i'm not really that savvy of a wall street guy but they were like oh my god tony you could have shorted the market because i was saying that whole summer i said i'm just smelling it i'm just yeah. smelling it man something's, something's gonna happen but we were so prepared for 08 because of the way we lived from 1990 to 08 that it didn't even act- when the things
0: got really good you still kept that yeah yeah mic. so
4: we just did business accordingly right yeah. from then and that was like a minor hiccup where a lot of people went out of business, you know, didn't run their companies properly, you know, and next thing you know, you were hearing stories about Quicksilver um, being $800 million in debt and Billabong not far off and, you know, yeah. uh, and not much of recovery there. So yeah. we kind of were like, well, okay, yeah, you know, we're just going to do business properly in 08 looking at what is ahead of us that kind of thing and so we weren't really that phased by that last big recession which was only because of the lesson we learned in 1990 yeah you know so and I thought we were going to have a recession coming up this year, but I just don't see it anymore. You know, for all the people that I talk to, it's, it sounds... Knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the election could throw a few curves. It uh, always gets a little sketchy in yeah, an election. Yeah, but, so, but overall, yeah. I, I think the economy and the amount of people yeah, that are working... Yeah, keep back manufacturing. It's crazy and how, and how many surfaces I mean, I'm are. not taking any risks this year. I'm doing um, what I'm supposed yeah. to do. But I feel pretty confident, you know, if we get the weather. How trippy
1: is it all your years come in here, right? How crowded the water is?
4: You know, I told Jim at Pure Glass, he was, I went to watch my son surf on 29th Street. Yeah, like the lower jetties. And it was like 150 guys in that spot, 140 guys in this spot, 50 guys over there. I was like, Jim, man, this is awesome. I yeah. can't believe how many people surf here. It's yeah. so gotta go freaking crazy. So we had to go around the lot like three times. I go, it's Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, and I'm like, I can't uh, even find the a parking lot. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm just and, like and admiring you can do Tuesday, how many Wednesday, people Wednesday, are Thursday, in the water then, yeah. here.
0: Yeah. Every day of the week, it's the same. It doesn't matter if it's Sunday. You think nobody yeah. works here in Southern it's California. It's like pretty like, amazing to me to like see a that many people on in a the Tuesday water.
1: And you've seen the progression of... Uh, the popularity yeah. of surfing yes. over the years, yes. right? Like
4: I kind of define it a little differently these days, you know. Yeah. Um, surfers don't have the same amount of uh, tunnel vision as my generation or maybe a generation or two after. They're like... Uh, they do a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, they play a sport and they they surf, they snowboard, they might play lacrosse, yeah. they're a little bit more well-rounded, you know, yeah. I mean, I consider my son, he's a surfer, so that's what he does, but a lot of guys in his generation do a few things, yeah. you yeah. know, ride bikes or whatever, um, so I kind of look at the population a little differently, so... Yeah they all don't have their blinders on and just surf, 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 surf. Yeah. And I kind of think that's why the active sports industry has kind of taken a little bit harder hit in the yeah. last decade yeah. is because it's kind of broader. Yeah, now, you It's know? not cool
0: just to do one thing, really. Right.
4: You right. know, unless yeah. unless you're... And exceptional
0: and that's like your focus but, but i mean even those guys rip at other things too Yeah. whether it's yeah, golf they, or they or maybe do jiu-jitsu or, or, yeah, yeah. or maybe the mountain bike so or maybe they, yeah. that has kind
4: of seen why there's more surfers today than ever in my entire lifetime but it's the Different surf industries uh, ha- having a little harder time yeah. because everyone feels like they don't have to dress like a surfer to be a surfer yeah. because they play lacrosse and they hit a soccer ball yeah. and they take a bike ride and you know yeah, yeah. whatever even so back a,
3: home like surfing in the winter there's plenty of people out. Like when I was kind of growing up it was a lot less crowded yeah. and like that wasn't really a thing like when he would bring me out he kind of waited until I was like maybe 13 start taking me out in the winter and like that was a rarity to see like someone that young kind of out there and now like when I go home there's like kids that are getting homeschooled yeah. surfing all winter around so it's yeah, pretty right. crazy exactly. how And you've seen it firsthand in Huntington
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I went up and spoke to him the last time I was here. I was like, how come you guys aren't in school? What's up? It's 11 o'clock. Yeah. It's my turn to serve. Oh, yeah. And You're supposed just to get out of here at 830. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're supposed they to beat it. You're just <laughs> chuckling. Man, <go>, nah, <laughs> we might go on Friday.
2: Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's, so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a <laughs> little, little different. I love it. So what's
4: your take on uh, the Olympics? I'm pretty excited about it. I think the girls are going to steal the show. Uh, I've surfed and talked with a bunch of them and they're great surfers they're super cute and they're more articulate than the guys definitely so when the big networks put that uh, microphone in front of them they're going to sound better they're going to look cuter and they're going to steal the show and I think the women surfing uh, half our lesson half our lesson program the last two years has been young girls with their mother's support going I want to learn how to surf so so once the Olympics hit yeah, it's I not think it's, it's not a jock girl amazing. anymore or, yeah. or
0: a tomboy girl anymore. It's right. girls, like yeah. girls yeah. like feminine, like and yeah. like you said, yeah. Yeah. pretty Cute. girls, right? And Articulate. And they
4: want to be They're good conversations with some of those girls, yeah. and I was impressed when I walked away. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a good that's point. what I think, and I'm not uh, dissing the guys by any means. Yeah, but the guys are a little shorter in their answers, and some yeah. of them want to talk, some of them don't. Yeah, the girls open up right away. And yeah. that's what uh, somebody who's looking at surfing is going to gravitate to more. Yeah. Is that girl that opens up and, and explains exactly what she was doing and feeling? So right. you know what's going on in today's world. So I think they're going to steal the show. It's going to be exciting now, to see how that how it plays out. Hopefully, I don't know in get waves if and stuff. it's going to change our meter. No, you yeah. know, uh, but it's certainly a spotlight that we haven't had. Probably since one of those movies came out, yeah. you know, or longboarding came think, back or something. Yeah. Like Isn't that. it crazy how media,
1: like like you said, yeah, movies... Yeah, events. Yeah. Blue alter, Crush. Yeah, alter the, the, Blue Crush the dynamic the and oh, popularity, yeah. the relevance of surfing and oh, yeah. uh, the trend. I know. Like, when, when we were working at the Surfing Sport, I remember when Endless Summer 2 came out yeah and That's how a big deal how like whoa people are fucking wanting to be surfers because of this movie, this movie. yeah and yeah. and the store you know the shop yeah. got Thrive. busier and yeah. Yeah. brands became bigger and it was like wow this is crazy because it's and it was a global thing yeah. right yeah and then you brought up blue crush and yeah. like what happened to women surfing Yep. Yeah. it Quadruple. you know there's well, so
3: many I think the Bethany movie too I don't know yeah, how many rip, sure, I don't right. know how many rip curl rash cars we yeah, sold that right. summer yeah. but literally <laughs> they would come in and be like I need a rip curl rash yeah. Car. yeah. 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 so sick so I think, I think
1: Alana uh, what's her name Alana Oh, a lot of Yeah, I yeah. 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 she, she helped sell some Rip Curl stuff
4: right. too. For right, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> she rips. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I would love to see the surf industry scale itself properly, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been around for a long time and I can tell you that uh, Sean Stussi, who's a family friend of mine, he was like one of the believers that, you know, the business should be scaled profitably. Yeah. You know, so he always loved that thirty to fifty million dollar bracket because you didn't necessarily make much money from much more money from fifty to a hundred. Right, yeah. and then once you were at a hundred, if you weren't doing two, you were like stuck in the mud. Yeah. So he kept that little thing right at that thirty to fifty, and always brought home you know a pretty big suitcase of dough for himself. Yeah. yeah. You know, which allowed him to you know move up to Montecito and retire in 1992. In yeah. That, in that last recession he didn't want to go around you know Yeah. Uh, so I kind of would love to see the scale of the surf industry settle into a norm that would be sustainable for all the people that worked in it Uh, not as many hiccups uh, really steady as you go no like Okay, we have to sell TJ Maxx and Sam's Clubs because we have to hit this number and that yeah. number. Yeah. So I'm. Hallelujah. Dude. I'm concerned yeah, no, that uh, <sighs> when Oak Tree actually exits out of the board riders thing, that we are put in some good hands. You know yeah. uh, That's a concern of mine. And, For sure. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll voice it whenever I get the chance. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, do the right thing because you you can see what happened. Uh, maybe Nike wasn't as happy with Hurley as they should have been. Yeah. you know They should have looked at it as a privilege to be in the surf industry. Uh, maybe they didn't control it well enough, or I don't know what made them so unhappy on the way out. But the difference between what they sold it for and what Bob offered really it's is a, a yeah, 10 decimal blip on their balance sheet so I I don't I don't know where the heart went on that deal you know so I would rather see the surf industry scaled properly so it was undertaken by surfers and everyone was kept nice and, and surfed and made a good living and and things were more steady, and kind of the yeah. up and down bit, you know, we agree, yeah. that's that's what we're doing, man. Right, that's yeah. a, that's our livelihood. That's right. our, yeah, you know, good. passion and yeah. Well, I know that's yeah. what I want to see happen next. Yeah. For sure. Uh, it doesn't have to be all about this and all about that. It yeah. has to be that nice, comfortable. More boat trips, right. more high fives, right? more barrels. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah, and uh, everything I, will take care of itself. You know, it'll work you know? itself I mean, out. Yeah. How it awesome
1: <laughs> is it that he's wearing a Mark and Dave's? Uh,
0: yeah, it's one of our sponsors, Mark oh, and Dave's.
1: Nice. Yeah. All right. How is Dennis doing? I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, uh, right?
4: I haven't seen him in a while either, yeah. but
1: we're really good friends with Dave. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know Dave?
4: I haven't met Dave. Oh, dude. I, yeah. He Mark is, was on that g- boat trip. Yeah. Uh, what a character he yeah. is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Character. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark and Dave's is one of the... You've, you've stayed there, obviously, right? No. No? No. But, no. But, no. He
4: gave me this T-shirt, and I, I pull it out of the closet. You got to go. I, I never got to go. I sent plenty so of people there. Yeah. I must have sent like 20 or 30 families there. Go to... Yeah, 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 yeah that's you know. the spot. Well, we'll have to
1: plan a late night with Chalky slash <laughs> Ocean Hut... Trip. Trip. I'm yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. So we got to get a the wave pool. Let's yeah. go down yeah. and, like real ways. Yeah. Just we yeah. actually went uh in October, right? Uh, what was that, like 2015 or something like that? No. 16? Two and a half years ago? Three It
0: was a while Three ago. years ago? I don't know.
1: I, and again. we scored. It was yeah, October. Yeah. And it was crazy because uh, it was pretty empty. No kidding. Yeah.
4: Well, there is a little Maybe. civil unrest there lately. So well, some people it was have... before that. Yeah. Right, right. It was okay. way before that. Yeah, it was yeah. o-
1: October, yeah. uh-huh. and late night. Myself and this guy Jenner. Right. We surfed Colorado's that right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much the three of us. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for three, for yeah. like yeah. four days in a row. Yeah. And it was kegging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. It Japan. was freaking. It it, 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 it was, was weird. Like there's people down the beach. But it was us three on the right, yeah. all day. Wow! For four days in a row. Nothing better. Oh, yeah. dude, it was crazy. Yeah, it was good. Really fun. Very nice guys. Yeah. yeah. You gotta go. Yeah. It's a It's okay. a pleasure to talk yeah. to everyone dude.
4: tonight. You Don't let <laughs> no, I mean it bore anybody. No, dude, this is awesome, man. Like yeah. right.
1: again, your, your stories. <laughs> you know, so forty five years of uh, independently owned surf shop you've employed hundreds and hundreds of kids in your community you know that's a lot of cost right
2: the insurance the freaking minimum wage the all
1: that yeah we do everything right yeah
4: there's no cash on the side no nothing and
1: honestly like that for for us like we want to um tell that story right you know like you're you're an american businessman that has a, lot, support, a lucky one a surfer you know yeah. you know you're you're yeah. 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 you're a surfer first. yeah you you created this killer business not just for yourselves and your
4: family but for think the of all the, yeah the community that
1: you you know provide That's, a killer we service, service. community
4: which is the nicest part about it at this point yeah in life, you know? but you
1: also supported hundreds of people outside of your family You know what I mean? Yeah. Over 45 years. So hopefully
4: we've shared a dream enough where people are still surfing and and hold it close to their heart, you know?
1: So, listeners of our show, please support your local surf shop. Please support Ocean Hut Tony G. Yeah. Um, Thanks, guys. And And book your
0: next surf trip to the East Coast, man. Yeah. (laughs) Go, go experiment there's Actually, some good I, there.
4: I surfed four times uh before i came out and three of them were by myself so if <laughs> yeah. you don't like all the numbers in the water yeah. i know where there's waves where you can pick your own sandbar hey because sure. you know what take florida, off as deep as you want florida might have the oranges
1: but jersey's Jersey, got the, the juice, juice.
2: <laughs> we're out thank all you, right. thank you.